get your mojo back, my friend. Once I turned 40, I was like, this can't be the rest of my life. That is a very normal thing. I know. That's why you go to couples therapy together. And we could have. We both have things. You either get through them together or you break up. I tried to ask you. I tried to talk to you. Like, dude, these past few months, the amount of times that I got an apology out of you, the I last few months, you hand. were already f***ing my friend. The truth is that you, you were already You put pressure on me to stay in the relationship. Two weeks ago, I was like, Ariana, I want to end things. You should not be here if you want to end the relationship. You literally told me, I am not letting you. I'm break not, up with me. Tom, I'm, you're you going to have to push, force me out yes, of this. Yes, if that was true, then you should have never been in my bed after that night. I you felt should have really not bad. Been, you felt bad, Tom. You have to end it. You have to leave. At that point, but it was you too were late. already f***ing Raquel. It wasn't late. that. It's a, it wasn't it just... It wasn't that. It wasn't that. That you f***ing somebody else was not part of why you weren't there. It's not that easy. Then don't be a f***ing coward. It's not just about somebody stroking my ego that this happened. And it's not about looks. It came from something much deeper. Like as time went on, like we became this like support system with each other. Don't you f-ing dare talk to me about a deep connection. I cannot f-ing believe you. I know you don't want to hear it. Shut up! It's important that you know that. I don't want to hear it because it's f-ing disgusting. Shut up! Say it to her. When are you going to see her next? Tomorrow. Great. And when are you guys going to kiss and hug, talk about your deep connection? I don't know. Why don't you just say no? All right. Guys, I am Chris Petrano. You are listening to The Gist, and we have a very special episode today because Scandaval has officially arrived. That's right. We are going to be covering last night's, one of the best things I've ever seen on TV, but last night's incredible Vanderpump Rules finale, which of course was the episode that we've all been waiting for, which is when cameras had to be be picked back up because the affair between Tom Sandoval and Raquel Levis broke. And it's everything that we wanted it to be from the get-go. So it starts with a flashback of Watch What Happens Live, and everyone starts to tell the story. And because the reason that we have the Watch What Happens Live is that Sheena and Raquel were on Watch What Happens Live promoting Vanderpump Rules very early in that season. And the two of them were besties at this point. And then what we learn is that the same night across the country, Tom Sandoval is having a show and Ariana discovers something in his phone, which is a FaceTime recording of Raquel and Tom having a little phone sexy time. And she is in public. She's at TomTom discovering this and calls Raquel to ask her what the hell is going on. Raquel admits that they've been having an affair. And uh, Sheena, who's now, you know, her bestie, they're out in New York 
I guess, probably celebrating, you know, having just been one, watch what happens live, probably like having some drinks. And Sheena's like, what's going on? And we learn Raquel's like, yeah, I've been having an affair with Tom Sandoval for seven months and Ariana just found out. And that's where the episode begins. And so we all knew that like kind of that story, we knew what was kind of happening. We knew what was going on. And then also through the, the previews that we've had, we knew that we were going to get this like epic sit down between Ariana and Tom. What I didn't know is that we were starting there. I, when we, when we're like opening at the scene at their house and I'm realizing that this scene that I've been waiting for is at the top of the episode, I was like, almost like disappointed, but like, I don't think I had taken a breath yet, but I was like almost disappointed because I was like, well, then what else is left? And oh boy, oh boy, oh boy. So much, so much to unpack. So we're going to, we're going to do this very special episode completely dedicated to the Scandival episode of Vanderpump Rules. Um, so Kicking things off, like I said, we we get the flashback. They all start telling the story. Sheena's telling her side of kind of what happens. Ariana and Tom are both telling their sides of what happened. Um, and then we get the sit down. And we get the epic, you know, him asking her, do you want anything? And her response being, for you to die. Uh, you know, they they sit down and immediately, you know, he starts gaslighting. And the thing that I thought was so interesting is that she says, you know, you still haven't even apologized for what you've done. And his response to that is because when I try to apologize, it makes you more angry. So I guess you just don't apologize then. I I don't know. It's he is a monster the whole time just trying to tell her we haven't been good for years. We are not having sex. I had a deep connection, um, as you, you know, have I'm sure seen at this point and definitely heard. Uh, he just continued to like try to create this narrative that it was like something that he had never felt before and their friendship um, turned into much more. And, you know, I think he thought that that was going to be comforting to Ariana in some kind of way, but clearly it wasn't because it's like it's just wild it's like how how does he have no empathy for what he has done he also isn't showing a lot of like i mean at one point he's kind of crying um you know ariana did say because she was on watch what happens live after the episode airs and we'll talk a little bit about that but um she did mention that they uh that scene was actually filmed over the course of like hours so and she's like, you know, it's hours that's edited down into minutes. And so, you know, but in that time, like, he's not crying. He's not having like a big emotional breakdown. He's not like, I'm so sorry for what I've done. And I'm a horrible person. He never says any of those things. The whole time he's just like, he's mostly sad that he got caught. He's mostly sad that, you know, she found out this way. He was like, we were going to tell you, you know, he, she's like, I don't care about any of these things. Um, she had some incredible moments, her, you know, being like, I loved you back when you drove your Honda Civic in your combat boots, you were a nobody with not a penny to your name. And then she's like, you get a little 
bar, you get a little band, you get, you know, she's, and ultimately you know, she can't talk about Vanderpump Rules, but she's like, you get on this like show. But I loved her use of the word little and all of that is like, because this is someone that's clearly an egomaniac. And she, you know, talks to that. She's like, you get some girl that's fawning all over you and that's what you want. You just want the attention. You were loving that there was somebody that was gassing you up and like making you feel better. And, you know, she is not wrong. He, I think that he was almost admitting to it. The fact that he wasn't like really pushing back on her and like trying to make it more, I think like he even knows it. He's like, yeah, I, I love the attention. I want somebody that's gonna just fawn on me do everything for me. I mean, at, over the last few episodes, you know, as he's trying to create this narrative that things between him and Ariana are not good, you know, he's talking about, oh, she doesn't buy batteries for me and she doesn't get me coffee and she doesn't do this. So he's, you know, definitely like the type of guy that wants someone to be doing all the things for him. He wants to be their center of their world. And she really, and Ariana did make him the center of her world for a lot, in a lot of ways, um, but it wasn't enough. And so, you know, I love, you know, she says, I, I regret ever loving you um, because, you know, she, he has no real, real regrets. I mean, he is clearly showing that in his, uh, in his actions and the way that he is showing up to this conversation. And then um, my favorite line, I literally chills. Any last words before we never speak again? Uh, yeah, I shiver through my body. Again, I don't think I had taken any, <laughs> I don't think I had taken any breaths at this point. And so that scene concludes and I literally had to pause because I needed to collect myself because it was just like, okay, I saw the, this like epic sit down that we've been waiting for. And I thought for sure this was going to happen like, you know, mid to end of the episode or like the last scene of the episode. So the fact that we started there, I mean, it was a wild ride. And so then um, next scene is Tom showing up at Tom Schwartz's house. Immediately he walks in the door and just has like a breakdown in Tom Schwartz's arms. I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. He's sobbing uncontrollably. And I'm like, where was this for Ariana? This is like insane. You are more sad about what's going on to Tom and the outcome that has had like what the results of all of this have been for Tom Schwartz, then you are thinking about Ariana and that in itself is like so telling, but, um, you know, he, Schwartz is like, I don't want to kick you while you're down, but like, ultimately like, this is a bad thing. And I told you that you needed to like sit Ariana down and do this a long time ago and tell her and, you didn't do it and now you're like the most hated man in america and he's like our schwartz and sandys our yelp review went from 4.8 to one star he's like our business is going to fold and he's like and i'm the scapegoat in all of this now and everyone's creating me as the bad guy and you know schwartz at one point you know Sandoval's like kind of Schwartz keeps trying to bring up like, you know, the business is folding. Can you put up something about the business? Can you, you know, put out a message? Can you try to stop the bleeding that is ruining my life? And instead, Sandoval keeps making it about him, of course, and and being like, well, but Raquel and Raquel and I just we were so in love. And, you know, he's he's doing all of these things where like Schwartz keeps being like, man, I don't 
I, like you can tell that Schwartz is kind of like, I can't even talk about what's happening to you because I didn't even do this and I'm suffering now. So he's thinking about him. And, you know, he says uh, that he learned, or I can't remember, I guess we didn't know at this point in the episode, but Tom at one point had said something to the effect of like, you know, we started in August, we had like this, like this night together. And then um, he's like, but then we stopped and we like, didn't do it for a while. And like, you know, we knew it was wrong. So we like, we didn't do it. But then it's like, and he was like, but then, you know, it wasn't until the, you know, festival that we went to that it picked back up again. And it was like, they had the timelines and it was like, so you, you started it on August 5th, you guys stopped for a little while and then early September, you guys were back at it. So that was just like a matter of like maybe a couple of weeks that they didn't have sex with each other. And yeah, so that's not really a, and that's not really like a good defense there. You've stopped for a couple of weeks. Probably she was out of town. Let's be real. So, um, but yeah, so that, that came out and then uh, Schwartz is like, you know, man, I'm like getting canceled, like over all of this. And uh, Sandoval's response to that is, oh, so we'll stay off social media. It's like he has, again, no remorse for anyone. He is only thinking about himself. He doesn't realize that he has completely imploded all of his friends' lives with this. And he's mostly focused on how it's impacting him. Um, and that's clear with like, you know, even as he, I don't think that Sandoval brought up Schwartz and Sandy's once. I don't think he talked about the business at all. So that was very interesting. I mean, and also crocodile tears. It's like, there's so many tears and it's like, this guy's not a good actor, but I also don't buy that any of these are, are real tears. So then after that episode, we get to the Ariana friend scene. So we obviously knew in all of the like paparazzi shots and stuff that all of her friends, Katie, Sheena, they all came over with like bottles of wine and to be uh, by Ariana's side. So we see that play out. Um, we learned that uh, they were talking kind of about like, well, where is Ariana going to live? We learned that Lisa offered her a place to stay, um, which is nice. And... You know, and so then she starts telling all the friends kind of like the timeline of things and what she knows. And she's like, well, so I found out that this happened. You know, Raquel told me that they start that they kissed the night after Guy's Night was filmed. And um, she's like, which I later learned that they actually were having sex in, in their car. Tom couldn't get into the house because he didn't have his key and he had to ring the doorbell and I had to let him in after he had just done that in the car. Um, but she's like, but after guy's night, she's like, so really what that means is the night after I, or not the night after, but I guess like a couple of days after Ariana learns that her dog is, has died. Um, and she's going through this really emotional thing. Sandoval's now starting this affair days later. So that's horrible. Um, and then, you know, people were like, did Schwartz know? Um, and Katie's like, you know, I, I don't know if he knew, but there is something that stuck with me. And so she talks about BravoCon and she's like, you know, Raquel kind of now famously wore this Tom Tom hoodie, um, 
without anything else on. And everyone kind of thought like, oh, she's doing that because of Tom Schwartz. Um, and Katie said something to Tom Schwartz about it. Like, hey, like this little puppy dog is like following you around. She's wearing this Tom Tom hoodie. And Schwartz said, trust me, she's not doing it for me. And Katie's like, that always stuck with me, but I like never really like connected it until now. So she's like, so I do think that Tom knew. Then also Sheena talks about, you know, the night after Watch What Happens Live and we learn that she, you know, she's like, I was so angry at her. I She was like coming at me and I pushed her. I pushed her against the wall really hard. Um, and then she's like, but I did not punch her because, and Sheena's demonstrating in her confessionals how her nails uh, are so long that she's like, I can't make a fist with these nails. It would have broken all of my nails. If I did it this way, it would have broken my thumbnail. So she's like, I, I don't punch. I'm not a puncher. She's like, but I did push her. I pushed her away from me and I pushed her into a wall. And she was like, I had a lot of rage and you know, that's how it came out. So, so that's really all in that scene. Um, and then we get to James and Allie's and we get to see how James is reacting to this. Cause obviously in this, in the season, we see James sort of reacting to the Schwartz and Raquel makeout sash and kind of what all the rumors that they were like interested in each other. And, you know, it wasn't always a great look for James. So it was, you know, we wanted to see kind of how he was feeling now. And, you know, I thought it was, it was interesting. He, um, in his confessional, he's crying. He's like, you know, I thought that Tom Sandoval was my like friend and he's done all these things for me and he I've confided in him and he's come to me with things and he was there with during my relationship with Raquel too and you know we even got some like unaired footage and he's like I, and he tells Ali he's like I'm not even mad about the Raquel part of this I'm mad about Tom like this is such a betrayal of Tom doing this to not only James but the entire group um and then Lala and Katie arrive and I, I did think it was a little sad that like, they were like, how are you doing? And he's like, well, I'm drinking at 530. And it's like, you know, we know that this person struggles with uh, abusing alcohol. And so it's sad to see him like leaning on that in this time of stress. Um, and I hope I do hope that like, he is able to hit the reset button on that. Um, but then they're talking about how there was these rumors back in the day that Tom Sandoval and Billy Lee, who was briefly on the show for a bit, um, had hooked up. And Lala's like, I think we need to reopen that case because I something tells me that that is probably accurate um, and that that did happen. And if we and as we know, Billy Lee was seen at Tom Sandoval's house um, you know, a couple of weeks after the Sandoval or the Scandoval came out and she was like leaving the next morning in the same clothes that she was in the night before and stuff. So it, people were like, there's a walk of shame. She was claiming that she was just there comforting her friend. Um, but who knows at this point? So, so Lala brings that up. Uh, and then James calls Raquel and <laughs> I mean, one of the funniest scenes in the entire night, it was, we needed a little levity and thank God for James, who I think now is the number one guy in the group. Um, but 
he's like, you know, he just gives it to Raquel. He's like, do you realize what you've done? Like all these people that you thought were your friends, you betrayed them all. Like none of them are in your corner now. Like you're not the brightest bulb. And he's like, and you did all of this for Sandoval's little cocky cock. And, and I mean, amazing. Yeah, well, it definitely is eye-opening. You lied to everyone's face. You've done diddly yourself over. And, like, all the people you were building friendships with, you've literally just, like, trashed it for, like, Sandoval's little cocky cock. Like, his stinky 40-year-old cock. Like, seriously, Raquel? Oh, my God, James. The last person that I need to explain anything to is you. You're not the brightest chick. Come on now. Let's not be, let's not dilly-dally around the bush. I mean, the smartest thing you've ever done was creep around with Tom Sandoval for seven months. Judge me all you want. James Kennedy has to strike back. Honestly, I've been going through a lot of emotions in the last couple days, and it was just what I needed. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Bye. And so that was, that was epic. I loved that call so much. Um, because it was just in true James Kennedy fashion, but it was exactly what, you know, Raquel needed. Um, and then we get the Tom and Raquel moment. So we knew that they had filmed. Um, we knew that we had heard rumors that Tom didn't like the way that he was, how, how the scene had gone and that he felt like it wasn't going along with his narrative. So, um, he asked producers, he said, you know, we need to refilm this scene. They were like, absolutely not. He like threatened to quit the show and all these things. But from what we can tell, they didn't re reshoot the scene. Um, but I also don't really know what he didn't love about it. I mean, it wasn't a great scene, but it, I mean, outside of, I thought it actually made Raquel look way worse than Tom in that moment because Tom, who is already, you know, a worm with a mustache and scum, is being Tom and he's like there and he's just kind of like, all right, like, what are we doing? And he's smiling at her and he's kind of like, you know, again, showing no remorse. But at this point, we've seen so many scenes now with him that we see that he has none that I guess we aren't like surprised. But with, with Raquel, no remorse for what she's done. I mean, it was some wild, wild, like, disgusting diabolical things like in her confessionals like the way that she's like got her face all scrunched up and she's smiling and she's like i mean i just like had never had sex with someone that i was in love with before so i wanted to try it and you know and it was like everything that i thought it would be and she i mean this is her this is her defense right this girl is so, so out of it. Like, I don't understand how she even filmed those confessional scenes because she literally didn't once like be like, oh, I feel so bad for what I've done. I can't believe I did this to Ariana. Ariana was such a good friend to me. This is such a betrayal. None of that came to mind for her. So it was wild. Um, she, at one point she says that Tom called her Ariana because he was like, oh, I can't believe that I like was sleeping on Ariana. And she's like, you just called me Ariana. <laughs> and he just like looks at her and I'm like, I think he was saying like that he can't believe he sort of did that to Ariana. But I don't know, we sailed past it because I think no one in the room knew what was happening. 
Um, and then they talk about how they, she was like, I had to tell my parents about you and they hate you. And Tom's like, oh, I knew they would. And then Tom's like, and she's like, well, how do your parents feel? And Tom's like, they love you. And her response is, I love you too. And he goes, I said they love you, but uh, I love you too. And I mean, everything about it was like cringy and awkward. And it's like these two people. And then they're like, we can't kiss because there's cameras here. And I like definitely can't do this on, on camera. And it's just like either double down or don't. And so again, so wild. Um, and then Raquel's like, well, and I don't even know if I trust you because like, if you could do this to Ariana, like, could you do it to me? And he's like, I would never do this if there wasn't something more there. And it's like, uh, okay, well, if you are saying that you're not a cheater, uh, you actually cheated on Kristen with Ariana. You also then, we now know, have cheated on Ariana a couple of times. Uh, so this isn't like, and it doesn't sound like anything was there with any of those people outside of Ariana. But like, I don't think anything was there with Miami girl, right? So I, yeah, he's... And maybe that's where he was like, I don't love this scene because I don't, I think that neither one of them really knew what to say to each other and being on camera, they were trying to like not talk about certain things. It was clear and they didn't know what they should say on camera and they hadn't, they hadn't had enough time to work out their storyline and work out their scene together before they actually had to film it. So, um, so that was a wild scene. Uh, we get to um, Ariana goes to Lisa's house. Uh, Lisa's, you know, she's like doubling down on like, no one knew this was so crazy. We learned that Schwartz has texted Ariana, but it was mostly the, you know, I had to pause it so I could read the whole thing. Um, but the main thing that they like highlighted is that he's like, I don't want to kick Tom while he's down. Um, you know, I feel bad for everyone in this situation, but ultimately it was about him again, like being canceled. And he's like, I, my God, I can't believe like I'm getting canceled and everyone hates me and thinks that I'm the reason, like I'm the scapegoat and I was a, a decoy and all this stuff. And it's like, well, that maybe isn't your first text to Ariana. Maybe it's just a, Hey, I'm so sorry for everything that you're going through. Let me know if you want to talk, right? Like that's all that needed to be said. But, um, you know, Lisa's pumping up Ariana and saying like, you know, let me know if there's anything that you need and um, I, everything's going to be better. I know that it will and you're going to move on. Um, and then uh, we get Tom Schwartz and Katie. Um, you know, Tom comes over. Katie's like, we need to talk. Tom's like, oh, do you mind if I grab, you know, something to drink? Like, could I have a Coke or something? And, and Katie's like, yeah, I have it. And then it shows him pouring a Coors Light. So I guess he changed his mind once he saw what was in Katie's fridge. Um, and then, you know, Katie's like, when did you learn? And he's like, I learned a month ago. And she's like, that's a lie. Because I know that, like, she tells him the BravoCon thing. Tom is, like, clearly trying to, like, process stuff. And uh, so then he admits, he's like, well, I knew that they had a one-night stand. But Tom told me it was never going to happen again and that they felt bad about it and all of these things. And then, you know, a month ago is when I like really knew about it. Um, and I think we're going to learn actually at the reunion that, that also, that this scene is also a lie. And I think Tom knew much more than he let on. 
Um, and, you know, we, we get some flashbacks about how like these guys have like defended each other and covered for each other for so many years, even, you know, they showed Jack's scenes and Jack's being like, I'm never going to like tell you what's going on with Ariana because I would never, def I would never betray Tom Sandoval like that. And so Katie's like, they're all of these guys are, they're like true disgusting lovers. Like they have each other's backs first and foremost over anyone else, which is like why no woman should ever be with them. Um, and then we get the epic return of Kristen Doty. Um, so, you know, and we have to remember that Kristen and Tom Sandoval were dating and Kristen wasn't great. She cheated on Sandoval with Jax. Like we know that there was a lot of stuff going on back then. They were also much younger, which, you know, people aren't settling down and, and with their forever people. And it, you're having a lot more fun in relationships. But, you know, we, at the end of the day, Ariana and Tom were having an affair while he was still dating Kristen. So like Kristen has reason to kind of have negative feelings about Ariana. And we, we got some of that flashback and that too, to kind of give us that context. And, you know, but at the end of the day, like, you know, Kristen arrives and she was pretty cool. She was like there for Ariana. She's like, let's, let's burn shit. Let's like, let's just put Tom in the past. Like, this is now somebody that, you know, she's like, I feel bad that you had to take him away from me. Like, she's like, cause you saved me, but like now you're the one that needs saving from this person. Um, I did love to see that like, there were so many flowers on in her kitchen too. Uh, I mean, clearly people were just sending flowers to her in droves, which has got to make somebody feel good. And then they do like a little, uh, seance burn shit, uh, write your intentions for the future, write what you want to leave behind and burn it. And then Kristen does like this, you know, witchy chant and about slaying and it's, it's amazing. And so it was a great scene. Um, and then we see that Sandoval arrives at Villa Rosa to see Lisa. And it's like, Oh God, Lisa allowed this scumbag in her home after all that. Um, and she was like a bit hard on him when she walked in, you know, he's sitting there, waiting for the Lisa judgment. She walks in, she's like, well, I hardly, he got up and she was like, I hardly think that this calls for a hug. Like this isn't, this isn't going to happen. You are not in a good place. And, you know, Tom goes on his whole, you know, rant of, oh, things were so bad for so many years. And I was going to tell her before the reunion because I couldn't let her go to the reunion and continue to defend me. And, you know, we were going to, so we have this whole plan and it just like didn't work out. And now everyone knows. And, uh, you know, and then he has a full breakdown. He, which again, bad acting, I, I don't trust any of it, but I mean, he was sort of hyperventilating. Um, you know, he's getting up, pacing around the room, just, you know, like everything is so bad. Everything's horrible. Um, and then Lisa, like, disappointed me because she was like, at the end of that scene is like, you're not a bad person. You just did a bad thing. You have to remember that. And it's like, no, I think he's actually a bad person. I think that at this point, all of these things that he's done over the years, he's just a bad person, Lisa. Like, and she is blinded by some of the people on this show, especially Tom and Tom, um, given that's why they have Tom Tom with her. 
as a restaurant is like she is blind like she has like this love for those two in a very strange way um but he's he's a bad person so i was a little disappointed in that um then we get to the girls night all the girls show up in black and ariana arrives in this like tight gold hot dress you know plunging neckline i mean she looked amazing um and they're all there dressed for a funeral and um so they're they're sitting down they're like just kind of getting started and like kind of talking about things um and then uh sheena we learned that that's the day sheena gets the call that there's a, a temporary restraining order been filed against her uh, and from of course raquel and so Sheena's like, yeah, this is crazy. Uh, Katie reveals uh, that Schwartz knew um, and kind of what their conversation was. And then uh, she's like, and also he might stop by. And we we are reminded that Ariana was a groomswoman in, on Tom's side at Tom and Katie's wedding. Like they were really close friends. So she's like, you know, he is your close friend and he wants to, he wants to stop by and see you. And so he arrives, uh, he just kind of comes out. I'm sure the producers were like, okay, and now you can enter. Um, and so he arrives, everybody's like, okay, we're going to go to the bar. You guys sit down and talk. Um, and he's like, yeah, this is a cool bar. He's like, I used to have a bar once. And Lala's like, yeah, we're currently trying to blow that up. <laughs> and I, I mean, I do love Lala. I mean, this is again why Lala and James belong together because they are like comic relief, and the way that they come for people is just so funny, in my opinion. So, um, so they, so they head over, and then you know, Ariana's like, "Look, if you are gonna say anything about not kicking Tom while he's down or feeling bad for him in any kind of way, I don't want to hear it." She's like, "I will get up and leave." Um. And Tom, you know, Schwartz did say like that he was sorry, like he said, I'm sorry for what's happened to you, but mostly was talking about how he's being canceled again. Like he's clearly just very, he's not showing a lot of empathy for Ariana, who he wanted to stop by apparently because this is his friend, but then he has like no empathy and instead is like talking about how, what's happening to the business and like, oh, our partners are freaking out and you know, we're getting, and Ariana's like, yeah, of course, like you're in business with a bad person. So like, get over it. Like you've got to save yourself. Um, but I don't know if, if he will. And, you know, this is when she makes her proclamation that she's like, I am not going to be friends with anyone that is associated with Tom Sandoval. So you and I are no longer friends. Um, but, you know, and I think that she didn't do that in a dramatic mean kind of way i think that she was just very matter of fact and i think she's like this is what's healthy for me and i can't have these people in my life and so she has made that decision and and good for her um and then after that we get two weeks later um and we get to the final scene is sandoval coming over to sheena's house to talk to her and you know it was interesting because Sheena recalls back to when the show first started and she's like, you know, the cast didn't want me in photos. The cast like didn't like me because as we remember, you know, the, the cat, it really, everyone, Sheena was really on the outside of that cast. And, um, she's like, but Sandoval was always the one to like bring me in. And like Sandoval was like one of my best friends. And, 
you know, this is just like devastating to me that he has done this because like, I can't be now. And so they, they sit down, we find out Miami girl was true. She says that, you know, Ariana knew the whole time and Sheena's like, you know, is that the only other time? And he was like, there was one other time that he cheated. So we learned that he's cheated on her twice, at least, um, that he's willing to admit. And, um, and then Sheena like lets him have it because again, like, he's like, well, I, you know, I, things haven't been good and I wanted to like break up with her. And she's like, but you didn't instead you, you fucked her best friend and, uh, you, I mean, she goes in and honestly, like maybe Sheena needs an Emmy for this, oh, for, for this performance, because she went in, she was like, what you do is you don't do the best friend. You don't cheat you. And she, and he, cause he throws out, which is what he kept uh, insinuating on the Howie Mandel. Um, if you guys saw that, or if you listened to the episode where I, where I kind of recapped what happened on the Howie Mandel, I said that they kept, um, he kept alluding to like Ariana was threatening to do things. And so he did say, and they put Bravo, put it in. They said like, you know, every time I would say that like things weren't well, or that I was like, that I wanted to leave or break up, she would like threaten to kill herself. And, you know, and so then I was like forced to stay and he's like, and she's like, how long has this been going on? And he's like five years. And she's like, well, then why did you buy a house? And he's like, cause I thought that would make us closer. And she's like, no, what you do is if that that's the case, you call her mom, you call her brother, you call her friends. And the way that we're all rallying around her now is what we would have done then so that you can get out. But instead you were too much of a coward to do that. And you, you did something really, really unforgivable. And then she's like, you know, I, I can't be friends with you anymore. Like she's like, and I hate it. And she's crying and she's like, I hate that I'm going to miss you but I can't be friends with you. Like the things you have done are unforgivable and I will never be able to understand why you did them. And so that's the end. And uh, Sandoval walks out and then we get the trailer for the reunion, which is going to be explosive. And, um, and, and so I guess this is the time I'm going to share. So as you guys know, I know I normally do my Monday Bravo breakdowns and we talk through all of the shows on Bravo from the previous week so for the next three weeks, we are going to be doing our normal Monday Bravo breakdowns, but they're going to be shorter because we're, you know, we're getting into the finales of Summer House and uh, Real Housewives of New Jersey um, is coming up. And so we're, we're not going to have, um, we're not going to have a lot of shows to talk about um, very soon because then on our Thursday episodes, we're actually going to be doing our, uh, we're going to be doing recaps of the supersized Vanderpump Rules reunions that are going to be airing on Peacock. So our Thursday episodes will be fully dedicated to VPR reunion for the next three weeks. I'm very excited to see these, to, to bring you kind of all of what's happening and my takes on all of this. And I want to hear from you guys too. So please make sure that you're continuing to follow me on the socials. I'm at CM Vetrano. I'm on Instagram, Twitter, TikTok. You can find me at Listen It's Vetrano on Facebook. Um, but I want to hear from you on your thoughts because this is going to be, I mean, this is historic. This is a historic time. We're going to be talking about this 
for a long time to come. And so I've got to dedicate the appropriate amount of time to it on the pod. So we're going to be doing that for the next couple of weeks, um, recapping all the reunions. Like I said, this it kicks off today with our fully dedicated episode to Scandival. Um, on Monday, we will discuss that Real Housewives of New Jersey finale. Uh, we'll talk about Summer House and Real Housewives of Atlanta um, as our normal Bravo breakdown. And then next Thursday, we will be discussing the reunion. And um, and then, yeah, and then we won't have a Monday episode after that due to Memorial Day. Um, we're only going to be missing sort of like the Teresa's wedding special and things. So I'll cover that the final uh, when we kick off the reunion for Summer House and uh, New Jersey the following week. So a lot is going to be coming. I'm very excited about it all. Um, and then uh, last thing on uh, this week's Scandival is if you haven't seen Watch What Happens Live with Ariana, she looks incredible. She is living her best life. I mean, and it was an incredible interview. She gave a lot of her takes on kind of where things stand today. Um, I loved that they had watch parties uh, up on the screens around like it was the election. Um, and it was like, there's a watch party in Boston, a watch party in Colorado. And like, it was just, it was amazing. Um, and, uh, you know, I think that it, it was a, it was just a great thing to see. I think it, it really shows that Ariana is in a good place. And we learn a lot about kind of where potentially the future of some of her relationships are going to go as a result of all of this. And so you should definitely check that out if you haven't. Um, but that's that's our Scandival episode. Uh, again, I am. It was it was thrilling TV. I'm so glad that I got to see it. I'm glad that I got to share my thoughts with all of you. Um, but as always, don't forget rate and subscribe so you never miss the gist because we are going to be back. Uh, Monday, we'll be talking about Real Housewives of New Jersey reunion. Um, and then next Thursday, we're going to be starting our three week Vanderpump Rules reunion specials. So um, come back for those. And again, follow me, CM Vetrano, Twitter, Instagram, etc. And uh, yeah, until Monday, I hope you guys all have a great weekend. I hope that you all recover. We all have seen this episode. And it's now time we can take a collective breath together. Um, and until next week. It's Chris Vetrano signing off. Bye.